Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode on Beyond the Bikini Radio. So today's episode is going to take a right-hand turn because we are going to be talking about one other thing that I'm incredibly passionate about, and that is business. Um, I want to let you guys know that I am opening up a beta testing mentorship program for business coaching. So for any of those who are listening to this podcast who are wanting more guidance when it comes to their own business and building up their clientele, please feel free to shoot me an email. You can find all of that information down below in the description box. I'm very passionate about not only fitness and like bikini competitions, but just business and business growth. And guys, I have built over a six-figure business before the age of 25, and I've increased my business by over 500% in just one year, and I want to help you grow and flourish your business as well. But this podcast is going to be about five ways or five things that I think that you should um, implement into your own fitness business in order to have a good base um, to build up your uh, coaching business. So first thing I think everyone needs is some sort of certification. So for me, I got my certification through ACE um, and I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. I highly recommend that you get your certification through a accrediting body. So don't just get some BS $45 certified personal training certificate. Um, That's definitely not going to be the best for you. I love and hate the fact that I went to college. I'm happy that I went to college because I did learn a lot in my undergrad. Um, But again, the cost of college is so exponentially high. Um, So if you're not able to afford to go to school, which yes, guys, not everyone can afford to go to school. That's why I don't think people should knock on people who haven't gone to college. Um, there's so much free information out there. So after you get your cert, you know, spend time learning from other um, coaches out there. So one of my favorite um, podcasts out there is called Mind Pump. I also like the TNT podcast. There's like the, the Dynamic Lifestyle podcast. There's so many podcasts out there where you can learn from. You can learn from so many YouTube videos. There's a lot of great people out there who do have credentials, who have been doing this for years. And those are people that you can learn from and kind of get some more mentorship from. Again, this should be an ever-going learning process. And just because you get your cert, you shouldn't stop learning from there. But getting certified is going to help give you some confidence um, under your belt in regards to giving your fitness protocols. You do need to understand, though, a lot of people will get in this space and they think that they can write in-depth meal plans. Um, you have to check out what the laws are in your state. You cannot technically write meal plans in some states if you're not a registered dietitian. But again, you have to understand everything that you're giving to someone is not prescription. So it's not a doctor prescription. It's just a suggested type of material. So protocols that you're giving this person and it's not to heal or help any sort of illnesses. Okay, so step one, get certified. Step two, 
I highly recommend anyone who's wanting to start an online fitness business to start corporate. I have about three years of in-person training under my belt. I've um, trained under a couple corporations and I've also been an independent trainer, which training for a corporation would be like for a franchise. So maybe you're training for a LA Fitness or a Crunch or a Lifetime um, and Anytime Fitness. You know, these are all branches of chains that you can work under and learn from. What I love with in-person training is you get to see, see the biomechanics of your clients move and that way you can take away movement patterns for your future fitness protocols if you're giving like online workouts. So let's say a client comes to you and they're like, hey, like my knees are caving in whenever I'm doing squats, like can you help me out? And then you can say, yes, like that's knee valgus. Um, I would recommend putting a band right above your knees and then try squatting with that band. However, you're not able to see that application if you don't train in person. Um, and the other thing that's great about a corporate gym is you get comfortable with pitching. So many people get uncomfortable with sales, which I hate to break it to you, the world revolves around sales. Like everything is a sale and sales doesn't have to be icky or gross or like a car salesman. Honestly, if you feel icky or gross about the sales that you're making, to me, that tells me that you're not confident in what you're offering or that what you're offering is trying to scam someone. You know, for me, I'm not trying to sell like magical vitamins or fat burners or things that don't work. Like I'm selling myself and I'm selling my services and I'm 100% fucking confident in myself and what I have to offer that if someone is not interested in my services, that's okay. Um, not everyone is going to say yes to you. You're going to have to get used to having rejection. And when you're in person and coaching people or looking at, you know, training for corporate gyms, you're going to get a lot of no's and getting no's is just a part of building your backbone and building your business. Not everyone is going to want to work with you. Not every coach is for every person and that is okay. So get used to saying no. Um, with a corporate gym, you'll get used to selling and you'll also get used to putting yourself out there. And the other thing with starting corporate is, I hate to break it to you, but you're not going to be able to choose your ideal client. So for me, when I was training in person, you know, I was working with men, I was working with women who were in their 70s and 80s, I was working with people who were struggling with just like basic movement. So we were doing a lot of pool therapy and aerobic based therapy. Um, I've worked with such a variety of clientele. I was a gymnastics coach as well, so I was coaching for seven years. I've worked with children before. I have such a variety under my belt. And is that my ideal client? No, it's not. Um, and you guys might be thinking like, what's an ideal client? An ideal client is the person that you're working with where it doesn't feel like work. Um, we're all gonna have those clients and maybe you're currently coaching right now or doing in-person training where this client just drains your energy and you're not looking forward to the session, which yes, that does happen. And again, not every coach is for every client and vice versa. Um, I have an ideal client and I think it's really important that you guys kind of sit down and figure out who your ideal client is. For me, my ideal client is very specific. This client is within her late 20s to mid 30s. She is someone who has an education um, like an undergrad degree. She is someone that is making more than $50,000 a year. She is someone who has struggled with her relationship
relationship with food, tried a million diets, tried a lot of fad diets, maybe struggled with over-exercising with cardio, is interested in weight training, has tried weight training a little bit, but isn't quite sure what to do in the gym. She is someone who is wanting to get stronger and build muscle and work on her relationship with food and her body. Um, and she is someone who wants to no longer feel like a slave to food and the scale and work on her independence and her confidence. So that is kind of what my ideal client looks like. Um, notice that I went into the age and how much money she made as well, because if you're trying to pitch your services to someone who's only 18 to 21 years old and fresh out of college or in college, they might not be able to afford your services. So again, that wouldn't be your ideal client and someone that you would want to pitch to. Um, an ideal client too, if you're struggling to figure out who this person is, it's that person where you're doing their workout program, you're on the phone with them, or maybe you're even training them in person, and it seems like time is just flying by. Like you just lose track of time, you lose track of conversation. I mean, I have so many incredible women that I work with and I'm talking to, and I normally keep my coaching consults to about 30 minutes long. There's a couple clients I've been working with for like two, three years, and they've been ideal clients forever. And I could easily talk to them for like an hour to two hours a day. Like they just feel like some of my best friends and your ideal client is that person. So again, that person that you feel like you're losing the track of time, you feel like you're really vibing off of each other, having great conversation, and you feel like they are listening to you and applying what you're telling them um, and not just like ignoring you or challenging you. The person who is challenging you and challenging your protocols Number one, doesn't trust you. And number two, is definitely not your ideal client. Okay, um, so we, we have get certified, we have start corporate, and then find your ideal client. The other thing that I recommend is provide content. So many people will ask me, okay, well, like, how do you get clients? Newsflash, you have to provide content, okay? You have to provide value. No one is going to trust you over the internet if you have nothing to supply them other than your dog or like selfies, okay? That's not very helpful. What people need to see is what you're passionate about. So are you passionate about helping pregnant women? Are you passionate about um, food? Are you passionate about um, building a booty and building muscles? Are you passionate, passionate about competing? Like what are you passionate about? Is it CrossFit? Is it marathon runners? Is it like, what is that thing? Okay. And then provide content on that. Um, content, so many people struggle with producing. And to me, what you have to do is ask your ideal client or this person that you've created in your head is what does that person struggle with? For example, my ideal client struggles with food rules, right? Because she struggles with dieting and fad diets. My ideal client struggles with um, associating her progress with the scale. My ideal client struggles with letting go of cardio and transitioning into weight training. My ideal client um, struggles with consuming carbohydrates and consuming foods that are quote unquote deemed bad. Okay, so I can easily go all day long on what my ideal client struggles with and then I try to cover content um, that is correlating to that. You have to help people. Okay, and you have to provide content. If you're not posting every single day on Instagram and you're complaining that you don't have clients, there's your answer. 
you need to not only show up on your Instagram feed, but on your story, okay? Stop storying your stupid like boomerangs or just like your face or just things that are not helping anyone, okay? It's all right to show a little bit of that, but people need to hear you talk. And this makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Guys, this used to make me uncomfortable. I used to stutter all the time. I'm pretty insecure of my voice because it's not super high and uppity. I'm not like a beauty guru. Like my voice is very monotoned. So it requires a lot of energy for me to like make it sound more enthusiastic. Um, It's not that I'm not enthusiastic. It's just literally my voice. Um, And that used to make me really insecure. But hopping on my story and talking to people really helps me not only connect with my audience, but just like get my thoughts and feelings out there. Um, I will use Instagram kind of like a journal and show them, you know, like what I'm struggling with or what I'm currently working on. Or maybe it's a client check-in and there's something that resonated with me from that client check-in that I feel like can help others and I'll share about it. Um, Sometimes if I'm sharing a client's progress, I will talk about like what we're currently doing together with this client. So just sharing every single day. And I highly recommend that you not only share facts, um, but also just share a little bit about you and things that you've overcome. Um, If you can't think of things that you've overcame in your life, just sit down with yourself in a journal and think about your life. You know, just a good old sit down, think about life and write down things that you've overcame in your life. So for example, myself, I've overcame um, anorexia, I've overcame bulimia, I've overcame overexercising, I've overcame um, prepping for over 17 competitions, I've overcame a toxic relationship where the person was cheating on me, I've overcame um, moving across the country without friends and family, I've overcame um, getting out of the stigma of having to work a nine to five and being a business owner. Those are just some of the things that I've overcome in my life. And I think that really sitting down and figuring out what are the things that you've overcame and what you learned through each one of those life lessons and how can that apply to your ideal client will really help you again, talk to your your audience and produce more um, valuable content. Okay, so we have get certified, um, start corporate, find your ideal client, and provide content. And my last tip is going to be beta test, okay? What the heck is beta testing? Okay, so if you wanna be an online coach and you don't have testimonials, you're gonna have to work for free, okay? Or charge a very low rate for people um, who are interested in your services and they need to you know, show that they're serious, which yes, Money and investing shows that you're serious and people will take it more seriously. If you're having clients that aren't checking in with you, odds are you're not charging enough for your services, um, which that will be another podcast for another day. It's like figuring out like what you should charge and signs that you're charging too much or charging too little, blah, blah, blah. But um, beta test, you have to have testimonials. You have to get results. If you don't have results, what what are you doing? Like, you're not going to be confident. Number one, you're not going to be confident in yourself. Um, Number two, it's going to be harder for people to trust you if you don't have any sort of testimonial. And a testimonial doesn't just have to be like visual progress of like, hey, look at Becky. Becky lost 25 pounds. A testimonial could be, I love working with 
Jenny because Jenny really helps my relationship with food and she helped me realize that eating protein won't make me bulky and now I no longer have as many cravings and my life has overall improved. Like that could be a testimonial. Um, yes, the visual is captivating and can, you know, get someone to really watch that story where you post a testimonial. Um, but you also need the written responses. And for my clients, some of them have given me video message responses or like video testimonials. I love those. Okay. Because people, People work off of emotion, and if they can resonate with your other client who has gone through this struggle but has gotten help through you, they're going to identify with this client and be like, well, if she helped, if Becky helped Jenny, then Becky could maybe help me. So get testimonials. You have to see if you're even good at this, and you got to get reps in, okay? You have to have that first client, and I still remember my first client, um, I still remember working with a couple girls in college for like 50 bucks a month, which is nothing, you guys. And I had a couple of clients that I worked with for even like 35 bucks a month, like absolutely nothing. But for me, um, I just need to get some reps under my belt. I need to see if I was good at this. And as you get more experience, as you get more results and more testimonials, then you might also get comfortable with increasing your rates. Again, well, you should increase your rates with the more results that you're getting and testimonials that you're getting because it shows not only yourself, but it shows your future clients that you're good at this and you can get results. Like for me, I'm very confident in my services. I am not short on testimonials. I have changed over a hundred men and women's lives through my coaching. So for me, I'm very confident in what I have to offer. Um, and I know my abilities as a coach, but you're not going to know that until you get some beta testers, until you get some of the, those real life testimonials that will not only instill confidence in you, but bring you more clientele in the future. If you can't find beta testers, honestly, ask your friends, ask your family, beg for them to do it. Again, this probably will not be your ideal client and it will require a lot of energy from you, but you have to have to get beta testing or else um, it's going to be very hard to have that confidence in your business and to even pitch. So those are my five main tips. I'm going to go through them again. So number one, get certified. Make sure that this place or certification is accredited. Number two, start corporate. Corporate isn't fun, but corporate will teach you a lot. It will teach you sales. It will teach you putting yourself out there. It will teach you how to be patient and work with people who aren't your ideal client and vice versa. It will teach you who is your ideal client. Number three, figure out who your ideal client is. Number four, provide content. Provide content not only through Instagram, but provide it on as many platforms as possible. I recommend Instagram, Facebook, and if you can, start maybe a podcast or a YouTube channel. It's free. It's free marketing. It gets your word out there, um, and providing content will create trust. Number five is beta test. Get results. Get testimonials. See if you're even good at this. Um, if you can't get results and you aren't wanting to beta test and you're not wanting to work with people who aren't your ideal client, you probably aren't passionate enough about this. So that's just like the harsh truth there as well. But guys, those are my main tips. Again, starting your business is very exciting, but these are the five things that I recommend when you're just getting started. There's so much more that I could talk about. I love chatting all things business and business growth, but hopefully these helped you in your business. And again, if you are wanting to get more information in regards to my business mentorship beta testing, notice that I said beta testing because I am just branching out into this 
new form of business um, and business expansion. So I am looking at a couple ladies. I have two right now, but I want to enroll a few more into my beta testing and to see how I can help you develop and change your own business and get you to making more of an income and financially secure. So guys, have a great one and thank you so much to listen to Beyond the Bikini Radio. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening.